Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We are back in the studio discussing burnout and what to practically do when you're feeling burnout. I think we have a lot of conversations going on in our world about feeling overwhelmed and what to do and all of that stuff, but none of it is from a Christian perspective. Mm -hmm. And we see so much of the answer to feeling burnout being just love yourself more, take a bubble bath, you know, all the things that we're always talking we, about. We really need to come up with some more examples we, about we do. the self-care thing. But it always is the bubble. We've probably moved past the bubble bath, honestly, these days. You know, it's just gotten even more extreme. Yeah. Cut every single person you know out of your life and never speak mm-hmm. to anyone again. That actually is a thing. Self-care. Oh, my goodness, guys. It's insane. Like, the things that we come up with that we think are self-care now are just flat wrong they're just yeah. flat wrong but anyways uh nice little chit chat there about self-love that that we, was completely free completely. that was a completely free side yes. note but the thing is there are some actual answers to mm-hmm. what you should actually be doing especially as a christian if you're feeling burnout and this is going to be just a very honest episode this is one that maddie and i talk about a lot in our own personal lives. We have a lot of conversations about this. And I think it's just something that we've become very passionate about because we see so many people around us living like this. Mm -hmm. And they're stuck and they're lost and they don't know what to do. It's something that is a very real problem. And the reason why I say this is going to be an honest conversation is because a lot of us don't like what we're about to tell you is the answer in this episode. We don't want to do it. We don't want to put in the effort it takes to actually get back on track and to be where we should be with the Lord. And that is because it's hard work and it's effort. And usually if we're feeling burnout, it is because we are not close to Jesus. And I shared this with our Bible study girls last night during a study that we did. I'm seeing two main things taking place, especially in our generation as young folks. We are distracted and we're discouraged. Those are two main things that I'm seeing in our culture and especially in our generation today. It's something that I think we need to address because all of us, like I said earlier, are lost as to what to do when we are feeling that way. And Mm -hmm. when we have gotten to this point where we're so distracted and so discouraged that we keep choosing those things because that's what we're used to. That's our norm now. That's what we've become comfortable with. And so what do you do when you need, you desperately need to get out of that rut and choose something different? Because if we're being honest and if you've read our blog posts and you've been a part of the few for any amount of time, one of the things that we beat up here a lot is the fact that our choices are what result in discouragement and distraction. So we need to be the ones who fix that, right? If you chose that in the first place, then praise the Lord. He also gives you an option to choose something different. And that something different is himself. And so that's what we're going to encourage you with today and lots of other practical ways that we can address burnout and address how we should actually be living when it comes to being discouraged and being distracted and how to get out of that. So Maddie, before we get into all of that, catch us up on anything that we need to be caught up on and we'll get right into the episode. 
Okay, so if you haven't, we have some new podcast episodes out that you can go and listen to. Every single Monday, we are uploading new podcast episodes. So make sure that you are tuning in every week that you're subscribed to the show so that you don't miss any of those episodes. We really like listening to you guys giving us feedback and telling us where you listen and Mm -hmm how certain episodes impact you and all that kind of great stuff. So if you'd like to share a story with us about how a particular episode has impacted your life or just kind of when and where you listen to the podcast Mm -hmm. and how it's been impacting you, feel free to send us an email. Our email's in the description of every episode or feel free to DM us on Instagram. We are the few.blog on Instagram. That's also linked in the description of this episode. So just make sure that you are interacting with us like that because we definitely love to hear what's impacting you guys so that we can put out even more content that is going to affect your life and make a difference to you. So make sure that you're doing that. And also, if you are going to DM us, make sure that you're following us on Instagram. We have been posting a lot of different things on our story, a couple of different things that we've been enjoying recently, like songs or podcasts or different things like that. And then we usually every single day have an encouraging quote for you to read and to contemplate throughout your day. So make sure that you're there and looking at all of that stuff. I think that's probably it for this week. All right, guys, let's get into this episode. Maddie, I think you had a quote that you wanted to start with that we were discussing earlier, and then we will go from there. Okay, so I saw this quote on Pinterest a while ago, and I'm not really sure who put this out, but it says, if you don't want to burn out, stop living like you're on fire. And very like simple and honestly a little bit more mainstream than the quotes that I typically like are. But uh, I saw this and I was just like, "Mm, that would be a good podcast episode topic. And so I brought it up to Lily and we have just been talking about it for a little while now. Actually, it was an adventure to try and record this very episode. We were having all kinds of technical difficulties and y'all almost ended up without an episode. Which is very rare. Like we have been blessed when it comes to technical difficulties Mm -hmm. and things. Like we really have not had very many problems producing podcast episodes. Yeah. But this week it was a fight to Mm -hmm. get there, guys. We had a lot of issues. Yes. So finally they are all resolved and everything. So that's wonderful. So that gave us an opportunity to really just be talking about this topic and stuff quite a bit and to just really discuss that with each other and what we were thinking about it and stuff. And I just like this quote because I feel like a lot of times, and like Lily was saying earlier, we are the ones that cause the burnout that we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. It is our choices, our decisions, and the consequences of those decisions that causes burnout. And oftentimes, we want to act like that is not the case. Mm -hmm. Like burnout is just something that happens because you're doing so many things and you're pouring yourself into so many things. And we like to make it this kind of martyrdom and water it down so much that we completely ignore the fact that we are the ones that caused this situation in the first place. And obviously burnout can happen unintentionally sometimes. I think it happens unintentionally most of the time, Mm -hmm. but that's the problem. We need to be much, much more intentional about the decisions that we're making and how much energy they're taking out of us and how much time they're consuming in our lives. Because Lots of us like to think that, well, I'm burnt out because I'm just doing so much and I'm committing myself to so much. When in reality, it's because you're doing so much that doesn't matter. Right. The Lord did not create you with an extremely limited capacity to do everyday tasks. 
okay, he created you with so much more potential than that. So when we say, oh my goodness, I'm just so burnt out because I'm just like doing all kinds of different things. Yes, you are doing all kinds of different things and that's why you're burnt out. But if you were doing all kinds of things that reflected God's glory and you were doing them with the mindset that what you're doing is going to build the kingdom, Mm -hmm. it would be much, much different. And honestly, I think we would be able to do much more. So I think we kind of need to get past this very 21st century mindset where it's like, in reality, I'm doing very little, but it's taking up so much of my time and so much of my energy. And I'm worrying about such small and ridiculous things that I get burnt out so much easier. And we need to start saying, okay, the Lord created me with so much more potential than this and I'm completely wasting it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we need kind of a harsh wake up call like that. I know that's definitely usually the way that I get motivated to do anything is I have to be hard on myself at first. You got to go and you got to be Mm self-disciplined. We talked about that a couple months ago. And then that's how you change your life. And that's how you come back from burnout or you prevent it in the first place. Because Mm -hmm. when you are working to glorify the Lord and to build his kingdom, yes, it's going to be hard and it's going to be tiring sometimes. And a lot of times we can tend to get frustrated it can consume a lot of our energy and our thoughts. Mm -hmm. But how much better is it to be consumed by something that's actually going to matter like when you die and toward the end of your life than with a sports practice or with that annoying mom that is the parent to one of the kids on your kid's baseball team? Mm -hmm. Like it is so much more important to be consumed and on fire for the things of the Lord instead of literally just burning ourselves out for the things of the world. Mm -hmm. Because when you're on fire for the Lord, that is an all-consuming but also eternal fire. And it's not something that's going to affect you in such a way that you're like, oh my goodness, I just, I need that self-care period. I need to cut people out of my life. I need to like not talk to anyone for a couple months. It's something where you can't help but talk to people about the way that you are on fire Mm -hmm. for him. And this is something that we don't see very often in the American church these days. I feel like lots of people are mediocre at Mm -hmm. best and we're all okay with that. We're all okay with being intermittent in our church attendance. We're okay with not creating a culture of evangelism like we talked about a couple weeks ago. And we're okay with just being completely worn out and burnt out because of the worldly things that are consuming our time. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a little bit of a different way to look at it. It's not necessarily like you're not going to be on fire anymore, but you're going to be on fire with something that's going to last, something that's going to be fulfilling, and something that's actually going to warm your life instead of completely burn it down. Mm -hmm. I love that you brought up the Mm self-discipline aspect of this because I think that self-discipline truly is the key to avoiding burnout in our lives. Because if you start there and you start with intentional choices and you start with intentional decisions to not do the things that are going to result in burnout, then you won't have to deal with that, right? Mm -hmm. You won't even have to get to that point where you're looking around going, where is all of my time going? What, What am I doing with my life? What kind of results am I seeing from my work and all of the effort I'm putting into these things? Mm -hmm. And something that I have been challenged with myself recently is that we can be involved in doing very good things, things that are even Christian, things that have to do with ministry or whatever, right? But those things in and of themselves are not what are rewarding. Mm -hmm. They are not the things that are going to satisfy us. What's going to satisfy us, what's truly going to change everything about what we're doing and what we're saying and where we're going is the fact that they're spirit-filled. 
Mm-hmm. That's what's going to change everything in our lives. And that's what gives those things their eternal value. The things that are going to impact people's lives for thousands of years, not just for a few short years. See, we can be doing good things here on earth that have value. They can have significance. They can have an impact on people's lives, but it may only be for a few short years if it's not spirit filled Mm -hmm. and if we're not being sourced by him, if we haven't been told by the Lord that this is where we're supposed to be and we're being obedient to him in that. It may be, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to do this. This is what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanks for letting me, you know, get my way in this area of my life. We pretend it's like ordained by By the Lord himself. (laughs) And that's something that drives me insane because it's like, do you not see that the Lord was trying to give you every single warning not to do that because that's not where he had you, but that's where you wanted to be and you Mm -hmm. fought him and you lied to yourself. If we would just want to be honest, we lie to ourselves and I've done this before myself. So I can say this. I can be hard on all Mm -hmm. of us because I've done this in my own life And if I'm just preaching to myself, that's fine. But I have done this thing before where I have wanted to do something so bad, whether it be an activity or a ministry opportunity or just something in everyday life or whatever it may be. And I want to do it so very badly that I trick myself into thinking, this is going to honor the Lord. This Mm -hmm. is going to glorify Him. And even though it could, I know that I'm not really going to use it in that way. And it's just for my own selfish gain that I'm doing this thing. So then we trick ourselves into thinking this is the Lord. And then when you get, you know, three, five years down the road, it may not even be that long, maybe like a year, you get a little bit down the road and you start thinking, this stinks. Mm -hmm. Why am I so discouraged? Why am I so distracted? Why am I so down all the time? And why do I hate life and all of these different things? Your choices. It was your choice to do this, even though the Lord may not have wanted you to do it. Mm -hmm. And even though it may have value, even though it may have significance, even though it may make an impact on someone's life, it's not the type of eternal impact and eternal value that the Lord could have been using you to have in someone's life. I think that that's where we get this whole thing wrong a lot of times and we're experiencing that because we're not in the will of God. I think that we struggle with that because we are not fully surrendered to him. We are not following him like we should. Mm -hmm. And I wrote a blog post this past Thursday actually about the fact that we have to leave our own boat behind. When Jesus called the disciples, he didn't ask them to merely say, hey, I believe in you, and to slap a different bumper sticker on the back of their boat than the one they had before, and to continue living the same lifestyles that they had been living prior to encountering Jesus. Mm -hmm. What he did was call them to a new lifestyle in him, to learn a new way of life that was going to be so different than anything they had known before. And he asked them to leave everything behind, including their own boats, right? And I'm saying this in a figurative sense in that they had their own lifestyles and their own comforts and Mm -hmm. their own conveniences that they had to choose to leave behind. And so that's what I am kind of referring to when I say their own boats. And that's what I'm referring to when I say that in our own lives, that we have to leave our own boats behind. And the very things that we think the Lord may have called us to that he's actually calling us out of, Mm -hmm. that he's actually calling us to leave behind. So we can't just say, yeah, Jesus, I believe in you and I want to live differently, but let me stay in my boat and let Mm -hmm. me do my own thing. You're not in the will of God in your own boat. You never will be. 
that is what we need to realize in the American church. In our churches, we're not in the will of God because we're in our own boat. We build our own buildings. We stay comfortable. We've made conveniences for ourselves. We make everything convenient. And we get so comfortable that we don't even realize that we're still in the same boat that we were in prior to encountering Jesus. And this is not how Christianity works. This is not how we're supposed to operate. It's never how we were intended to live. And this is why we're discouraged and why we're depressed. And I think that one of the main things we need to realize is that the thing about everything is that it all gets easier with practice. And so we have to be extremely careful about what we practice. Mm -hmm. If you do not want to live a comfortable, convenient, easy life, one that is full of worldly things, one that does not have eternal significance or value, then you have to get out of your boat. And you have to say, Jesus, I choose you above everything that I had before. And I don't want to go back to anything that would be a part of my old lifestyle because I want to be the new creation that you intended me to be and what you've made me for because there is where freedom lies. That is where we find true satisfaction and fulfillment. Yeah, and I think that so often, and I think that you mentioned this, we want to act like burnout is just something that happens Mm -hmm. to everyone and it's just a part of life and we like to ignore that it is our own decisions. It's the consequences of those decisions that gets us to where I'm sure many of us are today and we like to act like that thing that we desperately wanted to do that the Lord allowed to happen, Mm -hmm. that the Lord just opened so many doors for. I mean, that usually ends up being the cause of the burnout. But when the Lord truly leads you to something and is truly, and it is that spirit-filled thing, it's not just church, it's not just ministry, it's not just any of those things. It's something that he is completely a part of, something that he is at the center of. You're not going to experience burnout because Mm -hmm. of that. But when we walk into things that we know we wanted to do, but we're not spirit-filled, that is when you experience burnout. So you could be doing all the church things. You could be doing all the Mm -hmm. ministry things. I know that that has been something in our life that we have done before. And I'm sure all of us are thinking of many different circumstances where this has happened, where we've wanted something so bad. And we then have just convinced ourselves that the Lord allowed it to happen. I mean, I am even dealing with something like this currently. Like, here's a real life example that the Lord has been convicting me on. Over the past couple of weeks, I have really been trying to nail down my college plan. And there's this one specific college that is literally like an Ivy League college in my mind. It is the only college I've ever wanted to go to in my entire life. And it's a really great school somewhere that I was really thinking about pursuing and I was really thinking about going there and it would be a really like huge decision for me to make because you have to live on campus. They don't have online options or anything and you guys know that we are really big about the online college and being able to still do ministry and all those kinds of things while we are in school. But I was getting so caught up in the fact that I just, I wanted to go here for the status. It's a really difficult school to get into. And it's just like this incredible school that I've wanted to go to forever. I, you know, I don't need to repeat that anymore. Um, She really wants to go there, guys. (laughs) In case anyone was left wondering, I really, really wanted to go there. And I was like, obviously I was terrified by the idea that I would be going there, but then I desperately wanted to. 
But about a year ago, I put out this fleece and I had told the Lord, okay, if I'm supposed to go here, I want this specific thing to be said to me. And it was something that would not ordinarily be said at this specific time when I told the Lord this. And I was serious about it. I was like, this is how I'm going to know because I wasn't experiencing tons of peace about it. And it was about time to really start thinking about the application process. You have to apply like major early to try and get in. And the thing never happened. Like no one ever said this thing. And yet I completely disregarded that. And I just wanted to go there so bad that I was like, I just completely forgot about it. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I just need to like pray about it more. Maybe that wasn't the way that the Lord was going to tell me that I should go there. But at the time when I kind of put this fleece out, I was confident that that's how the Lord was going to answer this prayer. But I've just continued like for the last year to pursue this thing and to like sign up for Zoom calls about information about it and to be looking at the application and be thinking about what I really need to do in my senior year to make sure that my application looks good and, you know, all this different stuff. And then last week I was just like, what are you doing? Well, I wasn't like that. The Lord was like that. He was really convicting me about it. He was like, what are you doing? Because I never answered that prayer for you. Well, I mean, he did, but not in the way that I wanted him to. Mm -hmm. He didn't have that person say that specific thing. And so that was my answer. And yet I wanted to completely ignore that. And I'm still pursuing it. I'm still thinking that it was actually a possibility that I was going to go there and all this different stuff. So believe me when I say that even if you are involved in tons of ministry and you think that you're a really great Christian, this is something that all of us are still going to have to deal with and we're all still going to have to humble ourselves and set our pride aside because that's what it was. I wanted to be able to tell people that I was going to this really fancy school and that I was able to get in when only like 20% of their applicants get in and you know all this stuff and I was getting so focused on the worldly agenda that I had and this position that it was going to give me that I completely disregarded the fact that the Lord answered my prayer, Mm -hmm. even if it wasn't in the way that I wanted him to. So let that be a lesson to all of us. And it's obviously a lesson that I'm still learning because this was, I was literally talking about this with my mom like this week, that just because you want to do something does not mean that that is what the Lord wants you to do. And even if I was accepted into the school, that doesn't necessarily mean that the Lord ordained that, Mm -hmm. you know, that was part of our own choices. That was part of my choices for doing what I did in my senior year or for doing all that community service that they want you to do or, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's not something that the Lord necessarily wants me to do is a consequence of my actions. And just because that consequence may be favorable now Mm -hmm. does not mean that it will continue to be favorable in the future. So that's just something that we have to trust the Lord on. And I have a verse that actually was extremely convicting to me and that kind of brought about all of this stuff. And it's from Isaiah 30. And I'm going to read verses 1 through 3. And it says, Woe to the obstinate children, declares the Lord, to those who carry out plans that are not mine, forming an alliance but not by my spirit, heaping up sin upon sin, who go down to Egypt without consulting me, who look for help to Pharaoh's protection, to Egypt's shade for refuge. I find it ironic how lots of us want to beat up the Israelites for being like serving the Lord and then we go down and we're not serving the Lord anymore and we're idolizing different things and then it's, oh no, praise the Lord, he is our God again and we like to kind of make fun of them about Mm -hmm. this. And yet as I read this verse, I'm like, "Mm, 
I am the obstinate children. <laughs> I am the one that is trying to make an alliance that is not of the Holy Spirit. And I am the one that this verse is talking about. And lots of times we want to ignore that conviction because we think that, oh no, we're not like the Israelites. We're more advanced than them. Mm -hmm. We have more wisdom. But honestly, I think we're even more dumb sometimes than they were because we so often want to, we want to go to that school so we make it happen. And we put out that fleece and the Lord gives you his answer and we completely disregard it and we completely ignore it. And that is why we experience burnout because when you're constantly trying to do things in your own power, you are going to be exhausted because mm -hmm. that's not the way that we were meant to live. We are spiritual beings that are meant to rely on the Lord mm -hmm. for our sustenance and we are meant to rely on him to direct our life and we're not supposed to try and do everything all the time on our own and we're not supposed to walk into things that we know are not of his spirit. We're not supposed to make alliances with Egypt and we are not supposed to walk into a life of slavery mm -hmm willingly. We are totally like the Israelites and it looks intimidating and it looks like we're going to die, but we know that that's where the Lord's plan is leading us. And yet we still say, let's go back to Egypt. Let's go back to that extremely painful slavery that we were in and let's serve them. Let's let them protect us because then we don't have to walk in faith and we don't have to walk in this unknown that we haven't experienced before but that we know the Lord is calling us to. Let's go back to what's comfortable, even if it is slavery. Let's just hug our chains more tightly. I talked about this in a blog post a few weeks ago and how we just sell ourselves to the things of the world. We sell ourselves into our own slavery and we hold the keys mm -hmm. for freedom. We are the ones that get to make that decision. And yet still we hug our chains and we say, no, this is comfortable because I don't know what it's going to be like to be free. Right. I know what it's like to be a slave. So let me just stay here. And that is when we experience burnout. That is when we feel discouraged. That's when we get distracted. Mm -hmm. And that is why our society looks the way that it does now because we have sold ourselves to the things of the world. And we have said, Egypt is more more comfortable than any sea that the Lord is willing to part. Mm -hmm. When really on the other side of that lies so much freedom and so much joy and so much contentment, mm -hmm. but instead we're content to just completely burn ourselves out with the things of the world. And that reminds me of you know, what Paul said when he said, let us throw off everything that hinders mm -hmm. so that we may run the race of endurance. That's the whole point of the Christian life is that you get to run with endurance. You get to run in this freedom that you wouldn't have had before if you were left with everything that hindered you, if you mm -hmm. kept choosing that. But when you choose Jesus, you choose him and you choose to leave everything behind when you choose him. It's not, let's just add Jesus into the mix of what I'm already doing. It's let's leave behind everything I was doing and choose Jesus mm -hmm. and live wholeheartedly for him and be obedient only to him. That's the only way that the true satisfaction and freedom comes and that you truly live a new lifestyle is when you choose him and him only. Okay, y'all, we hope that you enjoyed this episode, that it was encouraging to you. This is just something that we've been thinking about a lot, and this is just something that has been going on in our own lives and something that we thought might encourage you this week. So if you're feeling burnt out, Here's the practical thing to do. Look at where you're spending your time and look at where you are distracted, where you're discouraged, 
And then we need to pray about what the Lord genuinely wants us to do with our lives. Because trust me, you cannot just look at what's distracting you and what's discouraging you and what you feel burnt out by and then simply try to change it yourself because you are just going to move on to something that is also going to burn you out because you're trying to do it in your own power. So let's set ourselves aside. Let's set our pride aside and let's allow the Lord to move in our lives and to direct us in the way that he wants us to go because we know that that is going to be so much more fulfilling. So we're going to wrap this episode up in prayer. So please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day, and I thank you for finally giving us the opportunity to record this episode. I thank you that we were able to just get all those technical difficulties that we were dealing with fixed and that we were able to just sit down and have this conversation that I know I definitely needed to have, and I pray that you would just use this episode to encourage each and every one of us to evaluate our lives and evaluate the places where we're spending our time and the things that we're doing, and I pray that we would just uh, really devote our lives to you and to your spirit and that you would direct us in the way that we should go so that we don't have to deal with this burnout that we're constantly experiencing anymore and that we would just be able to live in your presence and live a life that glorifies you and grows your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to download this episode if it encouraged you and if it challenged you in your faith a little bit. I hope that these are all reminders and things that we can take with us this week that truly will impact how we live and how we view the everyday details. The things that we're choosing in our everyday lives, Mm -hmm. those are the things that truly matter and what make a difference. So make sure that they have eternal value to make sure that you're making an impact that will last for all eternity. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 